my MMA experience uh, now I have a record of eight fights uh, eight wins and four lose but uh, what is important for my fights uh, all my fights uh, they are uh, finish in uh, first round so when I win and when I lose everything finish in first round uh, I never Very never fast. I never feel in my life uh, how it is uh, wait for uh, going for second round. <laughs> Welcome everyone to uh, episode 12 of uh, Pinoy Martial Arts Mastermind. Uh, today, uh, as usual, we're joined by Sixto and Baste. Uh, and my name is Dax. And we have a special guest today. Uh, he is an MMA fighter. He once trained uh, with the likes of uh, Michael Bisping, among others. Uh, trained under <clears throat> the great Rafael Cordero. He is a certified instructor of the Innocento Academy. And he is the uh, black belt uh, head of Slava BJJ. So please welcome to our show, Mr. Slaven Planinik. Planinich? Is that Planinich or Planinich? Yes, Planinich. Yes. Okay, I always get that problem. With, with, even with Marco. Yes, Planinich. 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 So say hello, Slaven. Hello. Hello, everybody. Okay, and uh, of course, Baste, say hello to our uh, three listeners and three viewers. Hello, <laughs> y'all. And Sixto. Oh. And Sixto. All right. So, Slaven, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, about myself. Yeah, First of all, I, I'm human being. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't know, my, my life is, all my life is about martial arts. Maybe about uh, 40 years ago, I started with martial arts. I start with karate, then I move on many, many different uh, other different schools. But in my kids' years, uh, I think uh, best uh, fighting experience I have is uh, we are maybe. Uh, me and um, uh, 20 other kids, we have two pairs of uh, boxing gloves and we <laughs> just fight. This is uh, not, uh, not any technical training, but we just put uh, gloves, uh, very old uh, boxing gloves, uh, like Rocky Marciano style, and we go on uh, uh, top of building on uh, 13th floor, then we fight there, you know. And, <laughs> Sounds like fun. And, yeah. <laughs> so this is my first boxing experience. So, but nothing technical. Then after this, I start to learn little by little. Uh, I learn from everybody, you know. So uh, from people with uh, less experience, uh, from uh, instructors, uh, and. I doing same thing today, so uh, I think uh, you can learn all your life from everybody, and uh, this is 
just uh, uh, how how I can show my life. You know, I I really want to learn. Uh, this is in uh, in short <laughs> about my life. But uh, then uh, um, about martial arts uh, in in military, I have also Taekwondo experience because uh, in uh, in military Taekwondo was uh, military sport, so they put. Uh, any soldiers with any martial arts experience, we compete with Taekwondo rules. So uh, I don't train too much Taekwondo, but we again we fight with Taekwondo rules because uh, this is military sport. Then in military, I also uh, I also have first experience with wrestling, Olympic wrestling. Uh, first on seminars, then we tried different things. Uh, then after this, uh, I, my biggest uh, martial arts experience is uh, Wing Chun Kung Fu. So I trained maybe for 10 years Wing Chun. Uh, different schools, but uh, mostly Wong Chun Leung School because I like them more than any other schools of Wing Chun. Uh, I was in uh, Hong Kong 1996, just few months before uh, Wong Chun Leung died. He died in 1997 in uh, January, I think. I was there in uh, two months before his, he, he died. So I have chance to meet him. I meet uh, other uh, famous Wing Chun instructors like uh, sons of Yip Man, uh, Yip Chun and Yip Ching, then Lok Yu, then Tsui Shan Ting, then Mo Yat, uh, old, old Wing Chun generation. Uh, in uh, 1998, I have a first MMA fight. Uh, I fight in uh, on eight-man tournament, and I uh, lost in a final. So I have two two wins by KO, and uh, also I lose by KO. So uh, my my MMA experience uh, now I have a record of eight fights. Uh, eight wins and four lose. But uh, what is important for my fights, uh, all my fights, uh, they are uh, finished in the first round. So when I win and when I lose, everything finish in first round. Uh, I never, never, <laughs> I never feel in my life uh, how it is uh, wait for uh, going for second round. <laughs> but uh, people like my fights because uh, I fight. Uh, uh, I don't wanna keep my score. I don't wanna do anything to just uh, 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 make my names like uh, fight against uh, low-level opponents. Sometimes I fight, uh, one time I fight, uh, I, I have 
86 kilos and fight against guide with 105 kilos. Oh. Also, I lose by KO, but uh, this is uh, uh, what uh, I, I will never change this. Uh, uh, if I start right now, I will do same thing because uh, I think this is fighting. And uh, also, I think uh, uh, the, I want to be correct uh, with the people who pay ticket and watch fights. I want to show them fight. I don't want to show them uh, uh, something else like uh, what some professional fighters doing now. I think you understand me. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't want to dance around, eh? Yes, yes. So... Uh, people who watch my fights, they watch fights. So, mm -hmm. uh, on the end, <laughs> again, this is not important. I, I win or, or I lose. People like my fights. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, um, in the year 2000, I met two important persons in my life. Uh, first, I go in a seminar of Frank Shamrock. He, he was there, then he was uh, uh, five-time UFC champion. Uh, he go out of UFC like undefeated UFC champion. And this is my first uh, ground fighting experience. Uh, then after this, uh, uh, I go on seminar in Paris and I meet Dan Inosanto and uh, I start my training with him. Also next year, 2001, I start with my BJJ teacher, Kazeka Muniz. Uh, then uh, I can say maybe for 2001, I start my uh, ground fighting exploring. From 2001, and the next seven or eight years, uh, I can't remember exactly, uh, I was a member of Gracie Baha BJJ team. Eight years after, I organized my own team. Uh, <clears throat> there are few reasons for this. Uh, I don't want to be a member of team uh, Maybe I can meet uh, instructors one one time a year or, uh, or one time in few years, but I still keep uh, holding his name. Uh, I wanna uh, make my name. Uh, I don't wanna fake people like, uh, okay, uh, I'm Gracie Baha. Uh, I'm not Gracie Baha. Uh, I will be Gracie Baha if I. Uh, if I live, if I train with these guys, maybe uh, every day, but uh, I'm not, I don't want to be Gracie Baha on paper. Uh, I want to be myself. Uh, all my medals, all my wins and my lose in my life, I, uh, I do with my name, not uh, anybody else's name, you know, so... I, I have respect for all my teachers, and uh, but I don't wanna use a name for my own promotion 
because I have famous teacher. Uh, you understand? So I think this is not correct. Uh, uh, I wanna keep my respect for all my teachers. I wanna uh, show him respect and uh, always speak uh, how they teach me. But I don't wanna say. Uh, I, let's say I, I'm so good because uh, my teacher of my teacher is Tatang. I never meet him <laughs> in my life, you know. So, uh, but many people do this. Uh, I think this is not correct. Uh, you are what you do by yourself, you know. So. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's funny because uh, what you were touching on now was actually our topic for, uh, for our last session, which was lineage. We were discussing, you know, if it's important to always bring the name of your, your teacher to what you do. And you, you actually expressed a very good opinion, wherein you said you wanted to make a name for yourself and not carry the names around, you know, all around, wherever you go. Uh, you know, so. No, uh, again, I don't want to say, okay, I everything, uh, uh, I make myself uh, by myself. This is not correct. My teachers make me how I look today. And I always, uh, again, I will always show my respect to my teachers, many of them, but uh, I don't want to say I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm not Tatang, I'm not uh, Carlos Gracie, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm Slaven, you know, so uh, <laughs> I can't change this uh, because people, uh, people want to use uh, other names because they are more <laughs> people, uh, other people, they know them much more than, than my name, you understand? So, yes, they're more popular, they're more, uh, they they're more, more famous. Popular, yeah. More yeah. famous. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then uh, also about my uh, martial arts experience, uh, uh, I, I want to uh, speak about uh, one of most person, uh, uh, most important person in my life. This is Guru Dan Inasanto. I met him uh, at year 2000. Then I trained with him on few seminars again. But uh, my really uh, good training with him began 2007 when I go in California and I trained him uh, maybe eight or uh, seven or eight uh, hours a week uh, with him. So in Inosanto Academy. Uh, uh, right one year after this, uh, 2008, he told me, uh, Slaven, I wanna see you in my instructor instructorship program and uh, uh, I'm very proud of this. I, I, I start with his instructorship program. Uh, then uh, from 2009, uh, from 2008, uh, this first year, from 2009, I become his uh, certified instructor in uh, Filipino martial arts and uh, Jeet Kune Do. So uh, this is 
about my martial <laughs> arts experience. Uh, this is not everything because uh, in, on all Inosanto's teaching and seminars, uh, he speak about many of his uh, instructors in different arts, but one one name I always remember, Illustrissimo, Illustrissimo, Illustrissimo. Mm -hmm. He's speaking about Regino Illustrissimo, his teacher. He's from a famous Illustrissimo family. Then I start to explore more about uh, that family. So uh, he keep talking about Illustrissimo Every every time, you know, so many stories, so many uh, drills, techniques, and uh, uh, after this, uh, I'm not remember what what is year. My good friend in uh, California, he is Filipino, Fritz Rodriguez. You know him? Yeah, yeah, yes, he's a good friend of ours. Uh, yeah. yeah, he is also. BJJ Black Belt, mm. we train together a lot, and uh, he he know I, I like Filipino martial arts so much. So he told me I can meet you with uh, my teacher, my BJJ teacher, and he know much more about Filipino martial arts. Okay, who is his teacher? Uh, Alvin Aguilar. Then we go on. Uh, uh, World BJJ Championship in Long Beach, California. Uh, then uh, I met Alvin. We go outside of building uh, on parking lot. We train maybe for, I don't know, 20 minutes or half hour. I, uh, I, I was so impressed. So, so many good details in just short times. Uh, I will never forget this training in my life. Uh, first time, uh, I, my martial arts experience grow up on streets like uh, uh, like kid. You know, everything what I trained in my life, I always thinking about uh, real aspect of uh, training. Uh, uh, and also. I meet also so many fake instructors in martial arts. They try to show himself like something, but I know they are not fighters. But uh, mm -hmm. one thing uh, I can uh, I can uh, see in uh, my instructors, uh, I can see in his eyes he's fighter or not, you know. In Alvin's eyes, I see his fighters. Uh, uh, he, for me, he, for me, still uh, that time, I don't know nothing about him. But I, uh, he never tried to be uh, deadly, angry, like uh, a dangerous person. He always smile and he show me uh, things, but he never tried to be. I don't know, bad person, but I watch his eyes and I see experience in his eyes. <laughs> then after this, I try to read more about him and I see, okay, this guy really have experience. Yeah. <laughs> then after this, I try to explore more. Who is Salvin? Where he trained? Then 
sixth uh, uh, Fritz brother Carl. Uh, he told me, okay, Alvin, Alvin is good, but uh, his teacher is very good. Uh, who is his teacher? Sixto. Who is Sixto? Then I tried to explore on Facebook. Then I had Sixto a few years before I met him. Then I tried to contact him and uh, we start to contact on Facebook. Then uh, I tried to organize my travel on Philippines. Uh, also, I still don't know what is style he teach. I just know, okay, he is Alvin's teacher. He must know so much. Uh, then uh, I go on the Philippines and with him I uh, meet uh, Arnold Narzo, a very, very good person, very good, uh, very good teacher. Uh, he's uh, amazing expert in Calis uh, Illustrissimo. And I start my training with Sixto and uh, Arnold. Then I meet Dax and uh, all Carlos Hermanos team. They, I understand, uh, start to learn about Carlos Hermanos, uh, about Scalis Illustrissimo. And I completely, I completely change my view of uh, weapons martial arts. But again, on the beginning, uh, I just want to say thank you for Danino Santo because he, because of him, I have uh, interest for Filipino martial arts. Because of him, I hear for Illustrissimo name and everything began with him. So this is my martial arts journey. <laughs> now I keep training with uh, Carlos Hermanos, Carlos Illustrissimo. I'm still loyal student for my guru Dan Nosanto. I I I, I hope I, I will have chance to train with him again after these crazy times. <laughs> you know, knowing what you know now, if you were to start again, and uh, you want to uh, further your learning or improve your learning, knowing now if you were born again and you want to start all over again, who would you go to and spend time? Uh, I I don't know. It's hard questions because uh, I have many instructors in, in my life, but uh, I have also bad instructors. I I just keep talking about good ones, and uh, uh, any of uh, good ones I will never change. You know, if I start my uh, my life again. Uh, I wish uh, I will train with uh, Sixto, Arnold, Danino Santo. Uh, also, I, I forget to mention about uh, Rafael Cordero. He's uh, head coach of Kings MMA. He's person who 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 teach uh, Wanderlei Silva, Anderson Silva, Fabrizio Verdum, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, uh, so many, so many MMA champions. And uh, what is important, uh, I train with him. Uh, also, I, I don't remember what, uh, what is here, but I don't know, maybe seven years ago, I trained with him, uh, with him in Huntington Beach, 
and uh, he's very very nice person and he always told me Slaven my doors is always open for you um, because uh, this is a professional MMA gym uh, they teach uh, fighters and they are very famous fighters and what we're doing in Kim's MMA mostly this is fighting, sparring with experienced fighters. And uh, Rafael Cordero likes my style. Uh, he likes my uh, sparring with his uh, fighters. And uh, what's important, maybe crazy, I don't know, but um, he can speak about this also. Uh, he never, he never uh, take any one dollar for me. He just tell me, okay, come train with me for free because he like me uh, for, for sparring with his fighters. So, UFC 86, 86 in London. I trained for one month in Liverpool with Michael Bisping. And this is also my good MMA training experience because uh, I trained with him uh, for one month every day. Uh, he oh. he have training for fighting, but uh, many of his sparring partners coming for few days, they go, other people coming, they go, uh, other people coming, uh, many people change on training, but I'm, I was there for one month every day with him. Uh, we, Again, we sparring so much. He beat me uh, also, but uh, I uh, I remember one thing. Uh, that time, many people speak about Michael Bisping like uh, not good person because uh, talk bad things on TV. Mm. Uh, then I uh, my experience is totally different. We train hard, but after every training for one month. Uh, he told me, oh, thank you, Slaven, because coming, you coming to help me on my training. Uh, I, I start to thinking, uh, okay, but I'm not name, uh, any famous name. Uh, I think uh, he will not remember me now uh, also, uh, but uh, uh, I understand uh, he's very good person because uh, uh, he he told me thank you for for helping in, in my training. Mm. Again, I, I I don't wanna say I'm an important person in my in his life. No, I'm not. Uh, for sure, I'm not. I'm just one one small thing of uh, his uh, MMA experience. But uh, uh, I I see. Uh, uh, Sometimes in reality, uh, you have two different pictures of people. Uh, picture on TV, like crazy, deadly, blah, blah, blah person. But in reality, you meet a very nice person. So uh, I understand this is just show, just game. They playing games. <laughs> the, the trash talking, yeah. eh? they, they, they like to yeah. uh, promote their fights. Yeah. Uh, but I have, I have a question for you, uh, you know, because you, you have such an extensive uh, fighting background. You've been, you've been fighting since that first boxing match when you were, when you were a child. Uh, if, 
because a lot of there's a lot of argument as as to when it when it comes to street fighting when you when you when you fight an actual fight do you do you fight the same way as you would like an MMA fight or do you do you employ other tactics or you know how does it go in in a in a street fight situation for example uh, about street fight uh, situation uh, also i have good experience because of my life you know uh, there are many many interesting experience but uh, on the end i realize uh, uh, what is most important is good uh, striking drills a little bit clinch and footwork and that's it so not so many complicated movement uh, no kicks at all you know i i kick sometimes because uh, my opponent uh, go on the ground so i want to finish my fight <laughs> but uh, i okay. never kick uh, in a stand up position because uh, okay. uh, people in uh, who experience fight uh, they will understand the about adrenaline uh, in uh, yeah. a real confrontation uh, your opponent can take many uh, power shots and he will never feel nothing. Okay, he will feel after fight, but I don't care after fight. I care in fight. So uh, you just lose your energy and also you lose your balance. Uh, good uh, punching drills, this is most important. So if I change uh, something in my life, I will train more professionally about boxing than uh, any other famous uh, striking style. So uh, boxing is simple and uh, you can use him right now. Um, so Slavina, so you've studied grappling, um, very uh, striking, etc. Um, what made you interested in training with weapons, or in Filipino martial arts in particular, or the or the weapons portions of Filipino martial arts? Because I understand in uh, every uh, real confrontation, uh, uh, people use some kind of weapon. Uh, mostly some mm -hmm. kind of stick or some kind of blade. So uh, I think uh, I I think uh, Filipino martial arts is uh, very close to the uh, this kind the uh, about uh, it's very close to reality of fighting. Every real confrontation includes some uh, kind of weapon. So I think uh, uh, style of uh, training in Filipino martial arts is very close to this. But also, uh, you know, now you have so many, so many bad schools. So this is hard to find a good thing in the Filipino martial arts. Mm. So I wanna use uh, I wanna use uh, this moment for to promote good things. Uh, this is uh, Carlos Hermanos mm. and 
Kales Illustrisimo. So uh, if you don't want to lose your time, just train from, from your beginning, good things. <laughs> when, when you were here, Slaven, you, uh, you were able to experience some uh, uh, full contact uh, stick fighting. But uh, w by our standards, you are a giant. Did you did you actually learn something from sparring with the with the small Filipino guys, or uh, was it was the sparring here the same as you know as your your past experiences with uh, with stick fighting? First, uh, again, uh, I, uh, my first uh, full contact uh, stick fighting experience is not. Uh, training it's also street <laughs> uh, <laughs> of I course have, with you yes <laughs> yes so after some years uh, with Inosanto uh, I work uh, like security for 10 years and that time I have also many many <laughs> streets experience mm -hmm. and uh, many of them is uh, more people against just a few me and my one or two friends against 10 people or not. So this happened few times, but I'm not Bruce Lee who, who can beat uh, 10 <laughs> people, but I always use something else. Mm. So uh, I use a baton and uh, this is what uh, helped me against 10 people. Uh, one time I break one knee and one shoulder and other people don't want to <laughs> keep going because <laughs> so, but <clears throat> my uh, full contact uh, sparring experience uh, first time happened in the Philippines. Uh, oh, okay. Sixto's gyms in uh, Carlos Hermano's gym and uh, <clears throat> I'll explain, like, you told me, okay, I'm uh, bigger than you guys, I'm taller, but uh, I wanna, uh, always in my life, uh, everybody can be my sparring partner. Mm. I just, uh, uh, like Sixto told me on beginning, uh, okay, what is rules here? He told me, uh, you know, striking, but also in clinch, if you want to use your jiu-jitsu, you can use, but I think uh, this is not correct because a bigger person can take uh, some one or two strikes and go and clinch and go on the ground. So I think this is not correct uh, way of learning. So uh, I never tried to use any clinch, any grappling because I want to learn something new. So... I know it's sometimes hard because I'm taller than other guys, but I, I just want to keep my sparring experience like Carlos Hermanos, like something what I learn right now. I, I use same fighting combination. I never do any fancy movement, jumping, uh, I don't know. The, I just try to use what I learned on my training with, with Sixto. So, uh, with, with all that you've experienced uh, and, and you've gone through so many teachers, is there, 
is there something that you strive for or or a, a particular teacher or a style that you want to learn or you think that you have already the necessary tools uh, that you need uh, are you, you still think looking about yeah. one style uh... yeah or something like you know you see something is there something out there that you want i want to learn this because you've, you've learned so many things already but is there something else that you're looking for that's something you feel is missing or are you okay already with uh, with what you have now uh, I I told you I I I just wanna train more boxing, simple mm -hmm. things, boxing. So going back and, to the basics, huh? You're going back to the basics. Back to basics, and uh, this is very funny because I travel all around the world, and uh, I now I think more about things that are <laughs> very close to me. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I think my next travel or Philippines, I hope, I don't know, next year or next year, next two years, I, I don't know when uh, will be my training in uh, Carlos Hermanos, uh, Carlos Ilustrismo, and I want to train more in a lot the boxing gym, you know, mm -hmm. so I think uh, will be a good experience because uh, in the uh, last few years, I start to explore one very interesting book. Uh, this is uh, uh, this book right uh, Jack Dempsey, mm. very famous boxing champion, and he wrote this book in 1950. Uh, he was champion maybe 20s uh, on boxing beginnings. Uh, uh, so he was a very famous champion, but uh, he is very good teacher because uh, in this book I I learned so many so many interesting things, so many basics, very important for uh, for power punch for uh, for power punching, uh, using boxing like uh, self defense in you know, for street. So uh, I, I explored this book for a few years, and uh, if I if I can go back to future, <laughs> uh, I, I I wish I, I can train with Jack Dempsey. I know this is uh, impossible, oh, okay. but uh, uh, he he is person who impressed me so much. So with his uh, way of teaching, not just about his uh, boxing pro record, but his way of teaching things. So if you ever have time for read something, uh, I recommend you uh, a book of Jack Dempsey about boxing. It's very, very good book. I, I think you're talking about uh, Championship Fighting by Jack Dempsey. Yes, 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 yes. Very yes. good book. Very good book. Yes. You read him? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's very, very good. good book. Very good, yes. Drops, uh, drop step. Drop step. Actually, he call, I think he calls it the falling step. He used to yes, call it falling step. step. <laughs> but now yeah. we call it the drop step. <laughs> yeah, so Slavin, you, you, we spoke a lot as regards to your your uh, learning. So what about your teaching now? Uh, can you give us just a, an idea of, you know, how much do you spend 
time teaching all the arts that you've learned? Like what, what, which arts do you teach now and how much time do you divide in between? Uh, I teach every day or the, let's say five, five days a week. Uh, I'm not teaching Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I teach uh, three or four hours a day. I teach mostly BJJ and MMA because people like this more than anything else. Uh, Filipino martial arts, I train with uh, just few people. Uh, I want to work more on promotion of Filipino martial arts because still people don't know too much about this. Uh, so this is also because many, again, uh, uh, because many fake instructors who just dancing on uh, videos. So the people who understand fighting when they see <laughs> promotion like this, they will say, oh, this is not good, this is bullshit. Nobody dance like this. <laughs> so I, I want to show them a different perspective of Filipino martial arts. Something I learned with Sixto and Arnold. Uh, I just want to work more on uh, Filipino martial arts promotion because this is very, very good and useful fighting systems. Uh, I hope, I hope I can do something on that way. So I know we uh, maybe we should wrap this up. I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh... <laughs> yes, Slavin, uh, we thank you so much for your time. It was very interesting. It's it's such a it's such a colorful uh, life that you've had. No, uh, I remember uh, you didn't tell. Okay, you have to tell the story because you re you told us before about the time when you actually uh, suffered a grenade blast. This is sad, but I have also war experience because uh, we have war in my country. Yes, I I I was in war. They they shot me no one time three times in three different uh, locations. Uh, one time is uh, a hand grenade. One mm. time is bullet in my in my leg. One time is also big uh, uh, grenade. I can't explain on English, but uh, still I have uh, twelve shrapnels of grenade in my body. Uh, oh. And uh, I still train with them. Uh, the, this uh, not problem for me because they are just small pieces of hand grenade. Hand grenade explode maybe one or two meters from me, and uh, uh, I just want to share the experience when I see uh, American movies and when actor throw hand grenade and break half house. This is <laughs> not impossible. A hand grenade is not so powerful like this. Uh, uh, <clears throat> me and my three friends, we go upstairs and enemies go downstairs and we meet in middle. So uh, first of them just throw hand grenade and uh, 
So this is a very, very short distance. I can say one meter, but it's very close. Mm. We, and uh, he throw hand grenade uh, between four guys. We are still alive, all four of us. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, okay. But, but my friend who stay in front of me, he take more than anybody else. He have maybe, believe me, 770 oh. shrapnels of uh, hand granite mm. in his body. And if you see him in uh, live on the street, you will uh, never know he, this guy have any healthy problems. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. So, this <laughs> Survivor. Is, uh, this is life experience. I, I have also bullet in my right leg. It's uh, very, very close to femoral artery. Uh, I was very lucky. My doctor told me in hospital, uh, just, uh, just uh, one centimeter left. Uh, if he, even if you are in hospital, you will not have a chance to survive because uh, it's a very, very dangerous place. Uh, but I was lucky. And uh, many times, I, I have many experience, but uh, uh, many times... Uh, uh, many times uh, I have a big, uh, big level of uh, how I explain lucky. But one interesting thing, uh, Fritz told me this. I don't know. Maybe you guys know because uh, uh, he's also from Philippines. I have this. Look my hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see this small thing. On my little finger, yes, I have same thing on my left and uh, right hand. Mm -hmm. And Fritz told me uh, people on Philippines say a uh, person who have this on both hands he is very lucky. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, you know, I was you, very lucky. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's a that's a belief here. If you have yes. that, you're you're lucky. Yeah. I would say the charity yeah. because you've been shot, you've been uh, you've you've been thrown a grenade, you've been knocked out in the ring and outside. I'd say you're lucky, bro. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know if you're lucky or I'm... no. I'm lucky because I'm still here. That's right. You know? Yeah, that's right. I, I can I can talk about this. You know, exactly. because exactly. I'm lucky. Yeah. Well, so, well, just to just to explain to everyone out there, we're not, you know, we, we're not we're fascinated by the story, but we hate war. Okay, we're not we're not we're not glamorizing me too, war. Believe me, we are uh, not glamorizing war. No, not at all. I wanna say also one thing. You know, uh, war is very bad thing. You know, I was soldier not because I like war and uh, I wanna go in fighting some other country. I was soldier because uh, the war began around my house. So this is a different thing, you know. And, and also, uh, again, I, I don't like war. And I know many of my friends, uh, war friends, they don't like war, you know. So uh, uh, this is a very bad thing. Uh, uh, I see so many bad things. Uh, part of my family also they are killed uh, just because uh, they they are part of different nations, different religions. So 
this is uh, this is my way of explanation of everything in the world today i uh, uh, bad things is not because you are bad nation bad religion bad uh, race uh, bad things happens just with bad people so yes, this right. simple thing that's right uh, so uh, I don't want to say I'm against this race, uh, this religion. Uh, no, I'm a friend with everybody. I just hate bad people. That's it. You know. It's, yes, it's 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 all about the person and not not about yeah. the belief, not about the religion, not about. Yeah. Very good point. Yes, yeah. Very good point. Yeah, uh -huh. and 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 the thing that I like I like also about uh, what you've been telling us is because you know we've been hearing throughout the show that you know, how your experience in fighting, and yet you hate, you, you hate actual fighting, you know, you, you know, you're in the, you're in fighting, yes. but then, and I think that's very important. And it's because people misunderstand uh, people like you and us, because, you know, just because we like to study fighting, we like to train, they think that we always like to fight. So I think you brought up a very good point there, Slaven. And uh, with uh, that, yeah. Training. Training for fighting is important because of surviving you and your family. And uh, bad things happen every day, you know. This, uh, like you say, we, we don't train fighting because we like, okay, we like liberation. <laughs> yeah, okay, yes, yes, <laughs> but, a little bit, a little bit. But, maybe. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, we are different persons. We, we don't fight with people who don't want to fight. Right. This is a different thing. I don't want to attack people on the street. Mm -hmm. I just fight with people who want to uh, train for fighting. Right. And this is a different thing. But this is also good experience for you uh, in a bad situation. Uh, sometimes, okay, now you know there are also self-defense systems. That they show you how ex escape for a bad situation and uh, run and that's it, you know. But also one important thing is uh, if you are with your family, how you can run, you know. Right. You must uh, stay there and fight for your life and your family's life. Correct. Okay, now I can run and I can leave my kids and my wife. <laughs> what is crazy, you know. Anyway, uh, Slavin, thank you so much for this interview. I thank you for the kind words you you mentioned about us and thank you for a lot of the things you shared i i learned a lot from you thank you so much oh, thank you thank you yeah thanks Slavin. hopefully we get to visit you again soon uh just one thing uh, if i have a little bit of time uh, uh, just one thing uh, this is my first uh, interview on English, uh, on uh, so uh, my English is not good, I know, but uh, I hope uh, people will understand me, uh, and this is most important for me. I know some people will laugh. Oh, how he talk English! This no. is not good. This no one will laugh at you, Slaben. Uh, you know, sometimes. <laughs> so thank you, Slaben, for joining us again. Thank you for sharing your life with us. Yeah. It was very entertaining and very informative.
Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys, because you, you gave me very, very good training experience. <laughs> I, hope, I hope maybe sometimes next year, for this year is very hard, but I don't know, maybe next year. I hope we will meet again <laughs> and train together. And thank you for being part of Carlos Hermanos and Carlos Ilustrissimo. Yes, we will see each other soon, Slaven. Okay, stay safe. Okay. Stay safe, Slaven. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, okay, that was a great interview. Huh? A lot of what he shared, it's, it's not theory. It's something he has applied. And I, I learned a lot. It's interesting that this guy who studied a lot of martial arts from the top guys, he now wants to go back to basics, which is boxing. It's interesting that in real life, you focus on what's you fo focus on what's foundational and what's basic, and that's what works. Uh, Bastet, any comments? Yeah. So not only with his training, but uh, it's great to hear about his personal experiences as to survival and fighting. So, but both in the ring and both in during war. So it's a uh, good info to know you know how people survive and and also like the type of personalities that we meet uh like he mentioned himself uh it's sometimes hard to even figure out uh who in the streets you meet really have the real experience or not since uh just 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 meeting this kind of guy just makes me believe that yeah you know it's not always a dog that barks loud that's got the most experience so yeah, that's how I sum the uh, Slaven experience for tonight. Yeah. How about this? Slaven is, uh, you know, the reason why, you know, just to explain to the people out there, the reason why we, we wanted him to guest in the show is because, you know, if you meet the guy, he's really, you, you've heard his stories, but then when you actually meet the guy in person, he's, he's literally larger than life. He's, first of all, he's a really, really large person. Yeah. And you could tell that he, he is experienced. I mean, you heard, you heard so yourself. He's been knocked out. He's been beaten up. He's been shot at. He's been, you know, people have thrown grenades at him. And he claims that he's lucky. But I think he's unlucky to, <laughs> to, be, for, to have all these experiences. No, but, but I think a lot of it has to do with his skill also, the reason why he survives. And when you meet, when you meet somebody like this and he talks about fighting, you have to listen. Because he knows his he knows his shit. Because he's he's been he's seen it, he's been there, and he's done everything. And such valuable uh such valuable lessons uh from him today. Anyway, thank you. Thank you so much. Baste Sixto. Uh again. Um uh, thank you everyone there. Everyone outside who's uh, out there listening. I hope I hope you learned something. And if you didn't, then that's okay. <laughs> uh see you again on our next uh episode. Peace. Okay. All right. See you later. Peace.